Welcome to the fourth U Dimension podcast. My name is Ember Kelly. I'm the Director of Religious Education at the Fourth Universalist Society in New York City. And this podcast is a presentation of the Religious Education team at the Fourth Universalist Society in New York City. I am joined today by my special guest, my very own Assistant Director of Religious Education, our very own. Will not take sole claim over him. Uh, uh, Colin Wolf uh, is here with us today, and we're going to just uh, introduce ourselves, introduce this podcast, and introduce uh, uh, a little bit about our religious education programming. So good to have you with us today, Colin. Thanks for having me, Amber. So would you like to uh, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm Colin Wolf. I'm a graduate of Oberlin College, where I studied theater and which I continue to pursue professionally in the city when I'm not working at and for the church. I have a little bit of a Unitarian background. When I lived in Middlebury, Vermont, my mother and I attended the CVUUS, the Champaign Plain Valley Unitarian Universalist Society. And then when we moved to Florida, we went on a UU hiatus, uh, but we still would visit our old Unitarian congregation for holidays when we would visit Vermont again. And after I graduated college and came to the big city, wide-eyed and eager to, to do what I could, pave my way as an artist, I found my way back into the Unitarian Universalist community by teaching drama at the Unitarian congregation at All Souls Church, which is just across Central Park from us. Uh, we were on the west side and they're on the east side. And uh, several years later, I found myself kind of serving both communities intermittently and I'm now working more regularly at Fourth Universalist Society, having taught and built curricula for some of the younger classes and then transitioning over into the coming of age program for our youth group and now the assistant director of religious education and looking very much forward to taking advantage of this uh, this explosion of online and remote learning to see if we can't uh, offer some interesting and engaging content for our congregation on the on the adult ed side as well. well. Colin, glad to have you both on the podcast, but I can definitely vouch to, that I'm glad to have you on the team and at Forth as well. Uh, so my name, uh, for those who maybe didn't catch it at the beginning, uh, is Ember Kelly, and I am the Director of Religious Education uh, at Fourth Universalist. I started the position this July uh, and we uh, have been trying to put together, you know, different different elements of, of what religious education uh, for kids and adults uh, can look like in this uh, corona age. Uh, and one of the ideas that we had was the idea of having a podcast where we can kind of talk about our monthly themes, where we can have uh, guest speakers. Uh, but we felt that a podcast is something that people can take with them when they're out and that they don't have to just log on uh, to another Zoom. Um, so we're, we're hoping that it really provides uh, both our community at Fourth Universalist Society, but also our wider worldwide community and our New York City area community, um, a chance to, to interact with some of the uh, themes and content that, that we're putting out this year as a religious education team. Uh, so. Colin, as the as a person who maybe has a slightly longer history with Fourth, uh, could could you introduce Fourth U to to the uh, to the wider audience here? Sure. 
Yeah, so Fourth Universalist is a, it's a Unitarian Universalist congregation, uh, but as the title might imply, it, it, the, the founding of this particular church and congregation dates back to before the merger of the Unitarian and Universalist religious traditions into the now liberal and humanistic and sort of ecumenical tradition that we know it as today. It's a non-creedal community, which means that what connects everybody together on, on spiritual terms is a set of underlying, hopefully broadly applicable principles rather than, uh, rather than articles of doctrine or scripture or particular expressions of, of those values in ritual or behavior. Uh, what's most important to those who attend a Unitarian Universalist congregation is that there be a baseline commitment to human dignity, respect, learning, pursuit of truth. And so there are all kinds of believers and seekers who come here. Some of them would, like myself, would actually describe themselves as atheistic or not particularly religiously minded, but who are perhaps drawn to the philosophy and spiritual terminology and the narratives and the symbols that populate world faiths uh, and who uh, like the opportunity to gather with like-minded individuals for discussion and music and a commitment to human progress. And so this community in the Upper West Side of New York, right on the edge of Central Park, uh, is a long-standing multi-generational one. And uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's it in a nutshell. And we are like everybody else working to transition into this time uh, where we are we're exploring what it means to maintain the bonds of community, not able to gather and interact in the same sanctuary in the same localized space uh, that we are used to. I think that's a very solid, a very solid summary. Uh, especially uh, interesting, you know, that my my background is much more uh, religious. Uh, um, some might call me an ex-evangelical, uh, having grown up in the evangelical world, uh, but still being uh, quasi-religious. It's been uh, it's been a really uh, exciting time uh, joining up at Fourth and having this space where uh, a multitude of ideas can come together. It's it's really a beautiful thing. Uh, so our theme for this September. Uh, as part of a, a broader um, a broader study of resiliency and self and community uh, this fall, uh, our theme for September is self-understanding. Colin, when I say the word self-understanding, well, technically two words, depending on how you hyphenate it, uh, what exactly does that mean to you? Yeah, I've been doing a, a lot of thinking about that, not just um, not just my whole life through, but because of some of the, the the sort of urgency and scale of the the prompts that that our our current global circumstance have visited upon us um, has visited upon us, uh, when I think about self understanding, I always like to flatter myself fairly self aware and self possessed, um, but I have come with age to to consider that question as sort of a um, uh, a sharing of approaches between self-understanding as kind of a discovery process versus self-understanding as a creative process. And so sometimes if we think about searching out a kind of enigmatic but, uh, but 
stable core of self and you know decrypting that we can sometimes get attached to the things that we discover about who we just happen to be in the present and then start confirming those discoveries through kind of habit and stubbornness of of uh of self-definition but there's also the creative aspect to self-discovery which is there are parts of ourselves that are in effect not yet operating or not yet set because we haven't made a decision on it because uh, events have not yet given us an opportunity to test drive those parts of ourselves and so i think exploring the tension between between constructive self-understanding and uh, interpretive self-understanding has been more and more guiding my approach to that question as I get older. Yeah, I think that's I think that's some really great insight right there. Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, there's a lot of people that you know that maybe think like that. There's there's that background in philosophy of like you know we've we've come out fully formed. We just have to like develop into ourselves and figure it out. Um, and, you know, I think you know that there's I think you know you had it right that there's like this tension of having both. Uh, that there is um, some level that we we are coming to terms of, of understanding ourselves, but also that in doing so uh, and in engaging that sort of activity, that we're also uh, creating new meaning and creating uh, you know new new versions uh, of our of ourselves uh, as we move forward. Um, you know, we don't we don't want to just uh, ever stop growing. Like uh, you know, it, it, yeah, I think that there's there's a lot of truth in that. I know. Um, that, uh, you know, in, in my own journey as a, as a transgender woman that, um, you know, I, I definitely had that, that focus on like, I have to understand this. Uh, and I think that there also in like my religious journey, there's lots of times that I just wanted to find the right box to fit in. Uh, but what, what has really brought in so much more meaning in my life has been ha having that space for creativity, having that space for, for exploration and realizing that I don't necessarily need to fit in in some other box but instead can find my own value and worth uh and create that myself um so yeah i think some some really great insights you offered there colin yeah, thank you <laughs> uh so um as we've both kind of mentioned uh one of the reasons that um that we chose to focus on these sorts of themes for for this this fall is because of this challenging uh, global moment, Corona, COVID, whatever you want to call this, this current uh, life life changing moment, uh, it, it it's pressing. There's uh, a lot coming to light about both how our society is structured uh, and the injustices therein, uh, but also just so much is being thrown uh, into chaos that previously we expected to be normal. Uh, and I know for my, for my part, uh, as the director, you know, this, uh, path of talking about these sort of topics, uh, felt, uh, important, uh, because I felt that we needed to really help people have the tools for, for handling, uh, this complex moment. So, uh, Colin, uh, I guess, would, would you share why, why you think that it's important that we talk about these kind of topics of self-understanding, uh, in, in this present moment? Absolutely. I think that there are, uh, in moments of any way perceived stability or regularity, we can always kind of try to anticipate how we will meet challenges and sort of the, the crucible of the unexpected and high stakes and 
and peril um, and upheaval. Uh, but there's really there's really no better time to kind of actively continue thinking of that as a process than when you are in the midst of those upheavals. So sometimes we sometimes when we first start to confront huge transformation or devastation, uh, we tend to think that our first response to that, whether it's a paralyzed response or um, or a you know, if it's a catatonic response or a, a frenzied, frantic response, we tend to think that who we are in response to crisis is defined by how we first greet unexpected circumstances. And that may be something to file away, something to know about yourself, something to be aware of and greet consciously the next time. But throughout the duration of any difficult time, the process continues. Every new moment is another opportunity to redefine your relationship to that crisis. And so, you know, it's, it, can, it can sometimes feel uh, uncomfortable, even distasteful to talk about such, such uh, broad scale and unevenly, uh, unevenly wrought devastation as an opportunity. Um, so, it, you know, it's not something that one looks forward to or seeks out or contrives to bring about um, so that we can indulge in personal growth. But given that it's happening, there are questions we can ask ourselves every ongoing minute and not be stuck in how we greeted it the previous minute. So there's no, there's no more productive time to consider who we are in the face of our surrounding environment, our surrounding relationships, and the hurdles that we're confronting. Some truth right there. Uh, so uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, for this uh, very first uh, ever The Fourth You Dimension podcast. Uh, we're really excited for the journey that this uh, podcast is going to take us on this year. We're planning at least two episodes every month, uh, and we're going to kind of take it from there. If there's a lot of interest, then we might uh, possibly see about even more. Uh, we're going to be having special guests from various walks of life, uh, hoping to provide insight. Uh, and as mentioned, uh, kind of our theme for this fall is about resiliency and these uh, tools uh, that we need for, for self-understanding, for taking care of ourselves, taking care of our communities, growing in our communities, uh, supporting one another. Uh, and, you know, how do we do that? How do we uh, live life well in this challenging moment. So Colin, I want to thank you uh, for being on here with me today uh, and for, for joining me for this kickoff of the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I had, a, I had a very wonderful time. Looking forward to it. Okay. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Check us out next time.